Today, I've got a special guest for you, Patricia Bradley. She's a USA Today best-selling author, and Patricia Bradley is the recipient of numerous awards, including an Inspirational Reader's Choice Award in Suspense, a Selma winner, was a Carol and Daphne du Maurier finalist. Her romantic suspense novels include the Logan Point series, the Memphis Cold Case novels, and the Natchez Trace Park Rangers. She is now hard at work on the second book to, in her new Pearl River series set in the Cumberland Plateau area above Chattanooga. The first book in the series, Counterattack, will release mid-2023. She has conducted writing workshops for American Christian Fiction Writers and the Mid-South Christian Writers Conference, the Ken 10, and Shriver Treats, where she was the keynote. The Memphis American Christian Fiction Writer Group and the Bartlett Christian Writers Group. Jeez, that's a mouthful. She and her two cats call Northeast Mississippi home. The South is also where she sets most of her books. And when she has time, she likes to throw mud on a wheel and see what happens. So here she is, Miss Patricia Bradley. All right, so good to see you, Miss Pat. And it's been a minute. It has been a minute, but you're looking good. <laughs> well, thank you. A um, little background I got to work with Miss Patricia. Um, for maybe almost five and a half years Absolutely. with Aiming for Healthy Families, and it was an organization, Christian organization, nonprofit. And so um, I got to know her then, and I knew then she was really, really focusing in on her writing. And gosh, you have blown up. <laughs> it did. It, it's like I spent 34 years writing, and then all of a sudden I'm an overnight success. <laughs> yes, and that's literally the way what it happened. happened. It is. And so when I first met you, I don't know, you may have had one or two books, maybe even just I, the first book ones. came. No, the first book came out in After, 2013, 14. Yes, okay, so yeah. during that time, you yeah. came out with your Memphis first series. No, my first book was uh, the Logan Point series. Logan Point, that's uh, yeah. sorry. It I was the Logan get... Point series, and it was uh, set in a fictional town mm -hmm. in Mississippi, right next to Memphis, mm -hmm. because I really wanted to use Memphis, because mm -hmm. I knew Memphis, yeah. and I knew the area around uh, Memphis, in Mississippi in particular, because I really wanted to set all my books in Mississippi, because mm -hmm. I'm proud of Mississippi, yes. and uh, so uh, those came out, and then I got a contract for another, but actually, I got a three-book contract, and that was almost unheard of for an unpublished author and an unknown author. Wow. So that then that was a God thing. Yeah. I wanted one book. He gave me four Absolutely. eventually. And then I'm starting the 16th book. That's awesome. Since 2014. Awesome. Well, for those of you that don't know or you haven't um, caught on to this yet, we sit in the upper northeast corner of Mississippi. So we're kind of in a unique area where we're probably, what, 30 minutes from Alabama, 20 minutes to Tennessee, but oh, Memphis, four minutes to or four, min four yeah. minutes to Tennessee, and then, um, and an and, uh, hour and 20 minutes to Memphis. Yes, yeah, so Memphis is very, very close, and mm -hmm. so um, we tend to go there quite often. It's easier. <laughs> very easy. It's easy. Especially the outlying. So, and, and I grew up there, and I, oh yeah, I, my cousins live in Collierville, so yeah, yeah. it's, and I go there quite often still. Good. So, but, well, um, okay, so tell me. How did you get into writing? Okay, I, I was always a reader, and when I turned 35, I couldn't sleep, which that was a little bit early, but, and one night as I stared at the ceiling, a man appeared in my vision, 
and uh, behind his, the backdrop was he was standing at a window and smokestacks were billowing out and he turned and looked at me and he said this wasn't the way my life was supposed to turn out and I thought wow so I spent the time I couldn't sleep telling myself his stories of what happened that made his life not turn out well and uh, then I began to write short stories and the very first one I ever wrote Woman's World published which is unheard of and I sent, they asked for 2,000 words, 2,500 words, and I sent them 4,500 words, <laughs> which should have automatically, she should have, you got, back then you sent it on an SASE, S-A-S-E. She, normally they would stick it in an envelope and send it back and say, learn our guidelines. <laughs> but she liked the story. She cut it, and they published it in Woman's World. And, and I think that was an encouragement from God, literally, to keep going. And Absolutely, I did. yeah. And then uh, they published two more. And around 2010, I got serious about writing a, a novel. I had already written one that will never, ever see the light of day because it has been shredded. <laughs> Although I did take characters from that one mm -hmm. and put it in my first book. And so uh, from there, uh, in 2010, I went to some writer retreats that were like college courses. Susan May Warren and Rachel Hawk. Who Rachel is, both of them are New York Times bestsellers, and they have poured themselves into helping other women. Which is awesome. It is. And so uh, we went to retreats, and each year would build on the year before. And from the first year to the second year, I got the most improved writer award. Oh, awesome. Because <laughs> I was pretty bad. But anyway, <laughs> uh, and then uh, by the, before the last retreat, I was already contracted. That's amazing. And that was amazing. That was a God thing. Sure, sure. So now you have 16 books. You have one that's about to release. release. Yeah, I'm actually starting the 16th. I had the Harlequin bought two, and they were sweet romances, but they wouldn't let me kill anybody, so I went back to writing <laughs> the romantic suspense. Mm -hmm. And you write a lot of Christian... Uh, the Ravel, Baker book, Ravel is a Christian yes. publisher, one of the top, and they do fantastic marketing, yeah, yeah. although I do quite a bit myself. Right. But, uh, yeah, they're a very good company to work for. Good deal. And so um, you also like to play in pottery. I do. I have not done it lately. I have about, I have a, several pieces sitting on my kill that need to be glazed and fired that I just haven't had time to get to. I think that's what I remember most yeah. about you is you playing in pottery and right and I used that in the abstinence program. Yes, yes, yeah. and and so um, the abstinence program was the nonprofit we worked with. Um, we did tobacco education, right. you know, sexual abstinence and things. But um, I just remember you doing pottery a lot and loving and enjoying that. I did. I love doing that, but I love writing more. Sure, sure, and I and I think that's something that we. Um, Try to tell people, like, if you don't love it, don't do it. Don't do it. Mm -mm. So what is your advice there? Uh, well, the thing is, writing is the hardest work I've ever done. Mm -hmm. And you have to love it to sit there for hours on end talking to your, telling yourself stories. or, or well, Actually, my stories play out like a movie in my head. Mm -hmm. And I, they have to go from my head to the computer. And they never are sound as good as they do in my head. But... <laughs> Uh, you, but it's ours, and yes. and a lot of times you don't get any feedback. A lot of times you get rejection slips. I was fortunate that I didn't. 
I mean, I did early on. I got a few rejections, but I wasn't ready to be published. I'm glad that I got the rejection because I would be, I would, those books would have been taken down if I had, they had been published because they would not, they weren't ready. Right. And that, to me, success is that place in the road where you prepare yourself so that when God opens the door, you can walk through it. Well, it's like you're showing up every day. You show up every day. It doesn't day. matter what, what how you feel. you get it, or you're, like you said, how you feel, you show up every day. And you, and my, I have, but people say, do you have writer's block? I say every day. I sit down right. at the computer and I got a, a blinking cursor looking at me, and it's like, oh. <laughs> so if I just start typing, though, the ideas start coming. Sure. The, and the I story think, unfolds. And two, you know, that's something that I want to portray to my listeners is that you've got to start somewhere. Yeah. You, you, you have to show, you got to show up. Exactly. You have to show up. It doesn't matter if you're, you, you're never going to be perfect. Mm -mm. And just like you said, you may start out and you're not really very there. good. Mm -mm. No, <laughs> and I was then, terrible. <laughs> but and without and that, same way with pondering. Exactly. I was terrible. I went to a guy down in uh, Fulton for a three day workshop and he has always told people that I was not his best student. But I was the most determined, mm -hmm. and I think that's what it takes is determination. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, and you just—you've got to have that fire in the belly that the politicians talk about. Absolutely, because the hard times are coming. Sure, and it's—you know—I tell Cole all the time. He plays basketball, and it's ninety percent mental. It it's, is. It's the rest. Yes, is talent, but the rest is what you put into it, what you make of it. Look at Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. He couldn't even make the basketball. Behind his high school basketball team, exactly. But he practiced and practiced and practiced, and that's it. I mean, you have to. You I, just, you have to show up. Yes. Tell me um, the importance of like you said your workshops that you went to. They um, well, I learned what publishers. I learned how to write. Basically, I learned that you don't tell, you show, which you know a lot of people don't understand. I learned that you don't go from one character to another in the same scene in their thoughts. You have to stay in one character's point of view through that whole scene or of course I think that is mostly uh, a lot in Christian fiction they do not like the head hopping uh -huh. but because I see it a lot in general fiction uh, John Grisham is one of the worst I think <laughs> but he's a fantastic storyteller yes. so people sure. keep reading sure but uh, and and you have to you just you you have to learn what the rules are so that you can break them absolutely you because you, if you don't know the rules it, you'll break them the wrong way. Well, I think, too, um, just having someone to guide you, like right. a mentor, um, someone to tell you, yes, you can, but this is going to happen, or just to prepare you for things that you're not used to. Right. And, and I'm the same way. You know, I may be a business coach, or I may have done this for so many years, but there are still things that people have done that I have not experienced. Right. And it's so important to learn and because you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. That's you. You you have to do the experience before you learn what you don't know. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, so, can you tell us a little bit about the book that's about to launch? Let me stop and think because I am a short. You're story. probably writing one. And then I'm writing a short story and working on yes. Uh, the second book that I, I'm changing locations, but this this is the fourth book. And I forgot to bring it in. I, uh, this is the fourth book in the Natchez Trace Park Rangers. And uh, it is, uh, there's an ISB agent, which is Investigative Services Branch of 
the National Park Service, and there are only 33 in the whole United States. So I've used two or three of them. Yeah. Wow. But uh, and it uh, she is she started out as a violent crimes, and she was almost killed, and so she decided she didn't want to do that anymore. But so she became a white white collar investigator, which they don't even have, but you do get poetic license. And so she is being sent to Natchez. Uh, where her grandfather lives, and uh, then someone starts trying to kill her. Wow. So you just told me you've been in where? Right. And, and down uh, I was south. doing a book club. Okay, doing a book club. Okay. But you have to do a lot of research, too. I do. I, I, I had never been to that. I, uh -huh. I wanted to write a story. I, I sent a proposal in to, reveal, to my editor uh, for the next series, and I wanted to do a series on the Natchez Trace. And I'm thinking up around Cherokee, but yeah. maybe even Franklin. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, my when my editor researched the area, she fell in love with Natchez, and she said, "That's fine, but we're setting it in Natchez." <laughs> so, and that was good because I'd never been and I wanted to go. And so, it's a beautiful place. It is. I love Natchez. I think I'd move there in a heartbeat. Yes, if you haven't visited, you need to go because it it's is. a pretty. I, nice I, place. I did the uh, one of the tours with the older homes yes. because I set a lot of my books in. Uh, well, the. The Park Service owns Melrose, mm -hmm. so one of the books is set there, um, and then the, on the trace, there's um, the first inn, Mount Locust, mm -hmm. and I set the second book there, and, and I used the, the different locations down there, and there's fabulous places to eat. Yeah. If you go eat at Jugheads or Fat Mama's Tamales, or uh, most in, it's under the hill. Magnolia Grill is great. That's in the last book. Lots of great and, places. Yeah, there are. So some of your your um, well, a lot of your settings are they're real, real, and then your characters populated, right? So. Right. And and uh, the the series I'm working on now though it will be well, Logan Point was half and half. I used Memphis, mm -hmm. but I made Logan Point up. This next series that I'm working on is the Pearl Springs, it's the Pearl River series, which was supposed to start out in South Mississippi, mm -hmm. and I decided I wanted to go to the mountains, so we moved the series up to the Cumberland Plateau around Chattanooga. Good deal. So, and that's going to be fun. Yeah, that will be fun. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, do you see yourself just continuing mm -hmm. these series? That's something. Really well, the thing is, writing... There's no age discrimination uh -huh. in writing, yeah. and so as long as I have a brain and yes. the God gives me the stories, I will continue to write. Well, good deal. Because I love to do it. Yes. It's not work. Yes. And if you love what you do, it's not work. Absolutely. So um, you get tired, but it's not work. Yes. Um, so what do you? What is your most favorite thing about? It's like writing? asking. Oh, the favorite yeah. thing about writing. Um, people won't believe this. Editing, uh -huh. rewriting, yes. because writing is rewriting. Yes, and that first draft is, and, and I'll use a cliche, is like pulling teeth. Uh -huh. It is very hard to get the story in my head, or even to see where it's going. Yeah, and, and that I I do not like the first draft. A lot yeah. of people love it because, and I like thinking about it before I start, uh -huh. and, and kind of getting the story in my head. Yeah. But my favorite part is actually the editing, and that's polishing what I do. And what I, I go through, my books are ninety to a hundred thousand words, mm -hmm. which is three hundred thirty to three fifty seventy five three seventy five pages. And 
I go through and lay down the suspense line because I don't like to write the romance line. I, it's the hardest part for me to write. And so I lay down the suspense line, and it, and it, which there will be some romance, but uh, and that'll come in at 80 or 85,000. And I go back and then I lay down the romance and, and develop it more. Yeah. So, and I like, I do like the rewriting better than anything. Well, that process is so interesting, I think. You know, just, you know, I don't write mm -hmm. novels, but just writing blogs and right. articles and things. Yeah. It's, to me, it's fun to go back and just scribble all over your page yeah. and, and insert words and mark something out. And it's just part of the creative process, I guess. It's a little like gardening. It you is. know, you're yeah. constantly cultivating and constantly. You're, you are. Even when, and, and a lot of writers, write the first draft, just they sit down and write it straight through, but I have to go back, I edit as yeah. I write, because mm -hmm. um, a lot of times I have to go back and see what I wrote. Right, sure. And But I do, I like to, uh, I, a lot of times I will edit as I go, I'll edit maybe what I wrote the day before, yeah. and then, because that gets me started and into the stories. Well, I think, I'm very similar to you, about 35 I quit sleeping, right. <laughs> so, you know, you have to find something but, to do, and I, I share with my listeners before that I keep a notebook in my bed and I've got two or three books in there and I may have an idea at 3 a.m. and I write it down and then you get up the next morning and you're thinking what was I thinking yeah. you know sometimes you have those moments and then sometimes they're, they're very good they're very good yeah they do and always I, and if I have a thought in the night mm -hmm. I speak it in my phone because I know I won't remember it the next morning I, yes. and it would and at night it seems like it's such a fantastic idea <laughs> Not always, but but a lot of times though it will I will remember something that I need to put in. Yes, because in my stories there are always at least three people who could be the villain, and so and they they have to have means, motive, and opportunity, and so sometimes I have to go back and put that in, and I'll think, oh, you didn't do this, right? And but but if I don't speak it in my phone, I'll forget <laughs> it. I'm the same way. Mm -hmm. So, but a lot of times they're really great ideas. Or yeah, really things right. that you need to do. So. Yeah. Um, okay, so what do you think for a beginning writer, what, what is the most important thing I think that you can tell them? Learn the craft. Uh -huh. Get, uh, there are several books that I would suggest. Anything by James Scott Bell. Okay. Uh, Susan May Warren has some good writing things. Kay Whelan, W-E-I-L-A-N-D, has some fantastic. I started, and you never quit learning as a writer. Right. And even though I have 15 books behind me, uh, every time I start writing, it's like, how did I do this now? Yeah. So I go back and I'll, I'll refresh. But Kate Whelan has what she calls plot points and pinch points, okay. and that, and it's and she has it broken down that at 12 percent at the beginning you have the hook, at 12 percent you have the what they call the inciting incident, the thing that start the problem that starts your character's journey mm -hmm. and then you have the end of act one i write in a three a three act structure with the middle it's really a four act structure and at the end of act one the character goes through a door that they can't go back through the door closes and until they fix the problem they can't go back and when they go back they will not only have solved the problem but things will be better and they will be changed so and that and then so you go into and then there's a percentage like uh, 32 37 percent is the first pinch point which is a reminder of the villain or gotcha. the antagonist I mean okay. and that has made it a little bit easier because yeah. I have 
I'm a pantser. Yes. I really I can outline. I have tried outlining and it doesn't work, but this does. Yes. If I can go through and write down a, a sentence, not the whole thing, but just what I think, and it never a lot of times it's not that, but what I think the end of Act One will be and that reminder and then the middle where it's a mirror moment where the character learns something new about the for me it'd be the mystery or they feel like it's it's a point where they either die or they learn something and move forward and and then you have your stakes every story is about death the death of a dream the death physical death or the death of a career I mean, your stakes have to be really high or people are going to lose interest. Sure. It sure. doesn't have to be a physical death, but something, if you, if the, uh, if the right, the character doesn't succeed, then something's going to die, either within them or themselves, you know. Sure, sure. And that keeps the stakes up. So learning the trade, or learn figuring the trade. out what that outline is right. and what the specs are, um, when your books are all very interesting, I think I've read four. Um, I read all of the Logan Point series, right. and then um, I have to say I have not read any of the rest. But I will. I'm going to check it, that out. It but, takes time to read. Yes, I mean time. Yeah. Yes, and you I have, have to give up something to read. Exactly, and I have about ten different books yeah. going at any given moment. No, I so I, I, do I, I do that all the time. But okay, so tell our listeners where they can find your new book. And your and, other books. Yeah. Well, if you go to my website, which is uh, uh there's a tab that says books, okay. and there are links to the major markets, but they're on Amazon, BNN. They're anywhere people, where they, you can get books, they're there. Good deal. And so you've got your website, and right. we'll put all this in the show yeah. notes, too, so people can yeah. click on that link. Yeah. And then you've got an Instagram I'm and Instagram, Facebook. Facebook, and, uh -huh. Twitter. I don't have uh, a very strong Pinterest, yeah. but uh, I do have yeah. Instagram. I, I focus on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Okay, good deal. Well, we'll put that in the show notes yeah. as well. But um, any final words or no, where you just, see yourself? Just Well, if no matter what you want to do, realize that you're going to have to invest. Absolutely. You've got to invest time. I've invested money, and uh, you have to invest yourself. Yes. Because if, if you don't, it's just not going. It's yes. not going to work. Well, I think uh, too many people they expect results overnight. Right. And just like you said, you put in a lot of time, yeah. a lot of money, a lot of effort, and in the same with with anything. Yeah. I look at it like if a doc, if someone wants to become a doctor or a surgeon, it's not an overnight process. Right. Well, writing isn't either. Yes. A lot of people think, well, I could write a book. Yeah. I encourage them, if you think you can write a book, write one. Yes. Yes. Well, I know it's, um, I've been thinking about it and yeah. just processing, but um, mine wouldn't be similar to yours. Mine no. would be more like my personal story. Right. But, um, you know, so, and like I've told you, I've got journals mm -hmm. of entries, but it's a, it's a huge undertaking. It is. It's yes. not to be taken lightly. Right. Right, so writing um, is the hardest work I've ever done. Wow, and I've done a lot of hard yes, work. Yes, <laughs> yes, but I think all of those yeah. other jobs, just like mine, I've been all over the spectrum. Right, but they've led me to where I am today. Absolutely, and the same with you. They've they led are. you to where you yeah. are. And I use everything. A writer uses everything. I use things from my life, mm -hmm. and they'll show up in my book. Mm -hmm. You know, different things because uh, 
I've had some weird things to happen, mm -hmm. and it's fun to put them in yeah, a book. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming you. and talking to us today. Yeah. And, um, well, it was I look, fun. Uh, good. I look forward to, mm -hmm. to yeah. reading your new book. Yeah. Deception is the fourth book and okay. the final book in the Natchez Trace Park range. And it comes out August the 2nd. Okay, August the 2nd. So be sure to look at that. You can find it on Amazon and yeah. through your website. All right. So, All right, well, that's all, right. all we've got. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. This has been fun. Good. Yeah. So I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, it was great getting to see Miss Patricia again. Uh, missed her, and it's been a minute since I've talked with her. So it was really nice getting to catch up, have a cup of coffee, and talk about her new book coming out. If you'd like to learn more, go visit Miss Patricia at www.ptbradley.com, or you can find her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So Patricia Bradley, you're going to want to check her out. If you enjoyed today's episode, leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or just um, on our Facebook or Instagram. We'd love to hear from you and love to hear what episodes you'd like to hear or what other business owners you would like to glean information from. So leave us a review. Make sure you follow us or subscribe so you can hear all of our episodes and upcoming adventures. We look forward to chatting with you soon. Hope you have a wonderful day.